I'm feeling like there could be someone listening and at, and like being fearful of like, uh, I want to serve the Lord, but I don't want to give up mm. this passion that I have. Or or how can the Lord ask me to give this up? Like, I, you know, I don't, I'm wrestling with that with the Lord. So like, what encouragement would you give someone who is in that space of like, been living my life, going after my passion, and is the Lord going to just take this away from me? Like, yeah. Hey y'all, this is Tam, Marielle, and this, this is, is Balanced Butterfly. Butterfly. Welcome back to our podcast. Episode number two. Yeah, this is um this is gonna be a fun one because we're talking about our friendship and the awkwardness of finding friends as adults. Um it's so hard to find friends in adulthood. And Marielle and I, the way our friendship started was literally God directed the path he ordered the steps and just the story i hope will be a blessing to y'all and i don't know it's just funny how we work because we're complete opposites not not really in personality but where we are in life and even where we are in our walk as christians we were in very opposite places Um, i want to talk about the ways that we are different just off the bat so that we can go into the story with them knowing kind of what makes us different okay i'm married with two kids i am single Ready to mingle. Ready to mingle. She is looking for a good Christian brother who serves the Lord and wants to lead his household. She wants a man that lives by that verse that says, "As far as um, um as for finds. me and my as for me and my house, mm. we will serve the Lord." That's, That's right. the kind of man you want. You you are good. You're good. <laughs> you're a good wing person. Hey, hey, I got you. Yes, I got you. Listen, you already know. You already know. He gonna know. So I am, um, I'm an army brat. I was born in Germany. I've lived in a ton of states, including Missouri, Alaska, California, Washington state. I went to college in North Carolina. I was a performing arts major. I did a lot of theater. Um, growing up, I did a lot of pageantry as well. So I still do some pageant coaching, do graphics and videography for pageantry, very involved in that industry for the past 20 years. Love it. After college, I toured with a children's theater and then I moved to Chicago. My then boyfriend was in social work and we decided to move to Chicago, um, together. And my then boyfriend is, is my now husband, but we moved to Chicago cause it had social work stuff and it had theater stuff for me. Um, and I found that, um, you know, I slaved away doing Chicago theater. You know, my goal was to definitely get to Broadway. Um, did not happen, but I definitely achieved some really big Chicago theater goals um, in the 10 years that I was on the stages in Chicago, and I was proud of that. I grew up Baptist, um, you know, was in a really was in a really prominent Baptist church in Jacksonville, Florida, when we lived there for sort where most of my family lives now, and um, really grew in the Lord, really listen had some really great expository preaching and i learned a lot and um i would say once i got to college i kind of you know wild out went a little wild right because i was like a once once we were in once i was 13 we were in church all the time i was a church kid i was a church girl so when i went to college hashtag church girl got a little crazy hashtag a little crazy but um made it through that season before there was social media or so, social media is like just beginning, I guess, kind of. So we got. Saved. It's okay. There's there's still some still some Facebook albums that I got saved private. by the bell. <laughs> private. Um, 
we were trying to find a church but my faith wasn't as strong as it was when I was younger. Um, and then my brother started going to a fundamental Bible Baptist church. He started challenging mm-hmm. my family and our beliefs and our doctrines of what we learned growing up Baptist. Um, we'll do another podcast more on my journey to being a, fund- a fundy. Um, but he really got my husband and I intrigued on the Bible and what it really meant in reading it for ourselves. And we found a KJV only church out here and we've been serving there for seven years. And I stopped theater. I um, was kind of, I guess I like to say I was, I was cocooned um, in, by the Lord, by the Lord. Yes. And really a lot of things fell away. Friendships fell away. My dream of theater. I stopped that. Um, went, really went through some things, but God refined me. He purified me. He, um, you know, my husband and I, we got married. We've been married for 13, 14 years now, 13 years now. And we have two kids and that was a journey. So anyways, that's where I am now. Married mom of two, fundamentalist um, in my doctrine and my beliefs. Uh, Still love theater. I still do acting with TV and film. And I still work in pageantry. Um, I just do things according to my standards now. But that's kind of a little bit about me and how I grew up. Did I cover most of the bases, the main the main highlights? Yeah, yeah. I did. Good job. Thanks. I got to know you more. Shut up. You already know me. <laughs> um, well, I do want to, before I share my story, I, I definitely want to touch on a little bit um, when you said you gave up, right, um, theater and yeah, you know, according to your standards. So, like, I'm feeling like there could be someone listening and and like being fearful of like, uh, I want to serve the Lord, but I don't want to give up mm. this passion that I have. Or, or how can the Lord ask me to give this up? Like, you know, I don't. I'm wrestling with that with the Lord. So, like, what encouragement will you give someone who is in that space of like, I'm do I've been living my life, going after my passion and is the Lord going to just take this away from me? Like, is there such thing or yeah. Yeah. It's like, so Matthew 633 or 33, six. Oh, 633. I'll be your partner and look it up. Thank you. Love KJV though. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things and all these things shall be added unto you. Right. And, um, I was challenged with that verse to seek ye first the kingdom of God. Theater took me away from church on Sunday evenings and um, rehearsals took me out of Wednesday night services. And in the church that I serve in, being a being a being in the ministry is actually taken seriously. And you are literally if you are if you say yes to being a ministry and you, you sign everything, you're saying yes to being a faithful um, attender of church, being a faithful member, um, being faithful to all the services, you know, as, as much as you can be. It's not it's not a Hitler regime, right? You get sick, you know, you go, you go on vacation, things happen. But as much as you can, you're faithful to God's house. And theater would not allow me to do that. So I had to make a choice. Am I going to serve at this church, serve in ministries? Or am I going to live my like theater life? And I decided to serve the Lord. It wasn't a happy, joy, joy decision. Um, I definitely... I definitely, there were definitely times that I, that I regretted it, that I'd be grudged being at church because I would rather be doing something else, right? There were times when, but God, you, you'd rather be in theater. Yeah. But God, God remained faithful. 
and I let's say I'll, okay I'll tell you a snippet because this we're going to expand on this more in another podcast but in the 10 years of Chicago that I did Chicago theater um God brought me back into the performing arts. I came back into TV and film just a, a couple years ago and the Lord did more for me in one year of TV and film than I ever, I, I accomplished more in that year and a half than I ever accomplished in 10 years of Chicago theater. Um, I have some really great credits to my name, just have done some really great work. I'm, I'm, I'm SAG eligible now and I'm just really excited about where the Lord's leading in that direction of my life. So yeah. Okay. Let's talk about you now. Yes. Mary, which I love. I love all of your background. I think you're so unique and cool. And I sound like such a dork. <laughs> you're so cool. You're such a friend. Great. You're a good friend. Listen, Thank you. it's Thank so you. funny. Like the things we find boring about ourselves, other people are like, wow, this is so awesome. Anyways, go. Red friend want to know. Well, yeah. So, um, so we are really different uh, because, like, Tan mentioned she is a military army brat army brat grew up in different states and stuff but i was born dominican public yes i'm dominican yes yay dr afro-latina afro-latina that's right um so yeah so i grew up in dominican public i'm the youngest of four um, love my love my family, my siblings, my big brothers and sisters. Um, I came, we came as a family um, together, and I was five years old when I came. We we came to New York specifically, um, and we were in Harlem the whole entire time. Um, two bedroom apartment, grew up in Harlem, Harlem girl to the T. I. I could count my fingers how many times I've been back to Dominican Republic, so I am Americanized. Um, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, and and I speak fluent Spanish, so yes, yes, fully um, bilingual. Yes, I'm, I love yes, it. Yes, I am. So I'm I'm learning to, to embrace both languages. So I do love I do love my heritage. I do I do love being Dominican. So do you? It. You sound really sad about stuff. <laughs> So my, my family always been Christian, Pente- um, Pentecostal from from the DR. Um, my aunt, my great aunt, um, she was a pastor. Um, she recently passed away two years ago. So you know, R.P. to Thea Elsa. Um, and we were always Christian, but I did not grow up as a family. We didn't grow up in the church, so I did not go to church. You know, that wasn't that wasn't our our thing. My mom, she she worked, she owned a hair salon. So yes, I'm a beauty parlor girl. So I grew up in a hair salon in Harlem, um, on Broadway, one one fiftieth. So you know the area. So shout out to y'all, whoever you know from Harlem, <laughs> whoever that is, whoever that is. Area. Shout out to y'all out from to you. you know. <laughs> Um, so yes, I came. I came to church through my. Now she is my 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 aunt, my auntie April. Um, but she introduced me at the time. She was just a client at the hair salon. I'm one of my mom's best clients, and I got in. I got introduced to the Baptist church. church. I'm Thirteen, fourteen, and that's how I I came to know Christ. I, I came to know Christ myself. Um, so I grew up there. Grew up. Just under the love and grace of and the mercy of the Lord, um, really. And you know, 
when I was 19, I... Wait, sorry, what do you mean by grew up in the love and grace? What does that mean to you? What does that mean? Um, Love and grace. Essentially, Um, you know... God loves you, he, which he really does. Yeah. He, God loves you, and he's forgiving, you know. He forgives all sins. Here, I'll tell y'all. What, what she meant so, by growing up love and grace meant that you, you, can, can, do, sin. you can do whatever you want, and God still loves you. He gives you grace, and you, you can do whatever you, know, you want no matter to what, do whenever. You, you know, God loves love you. God love loves grace. you no matter what. You know, it could be in the, in the club, and God loves you, you know. Which um, you can, but also it just meant like there was no accountability yeah um definitely it was it was it was it was no discipline no i think discipline that's, that's in what the it Lord, was yeah. and now today that's what i'm learning that there is such there is a discipline god requires discipline from us mm-hmm. one, one, of, one of the fruits of the spirit is self-discipline is, is self-control so i that was one thing that um you know we we weren't really you know taught you mm-hmm. know um as much and if we we didn't really apply i personally didn't apply the the self-discipline part um it was more of god loves me no matter what yeah period poo (laughs) that's good i need your approval so this is the background um so again like i i went to catholic school i went private high school you know all girls i went to college after that um graduated you said what? Wild out. Yeah, wild out. Um, you know, I wanted to be a, a news anchor at, at one point, and then I, I went to college, and then I started as a media communication major, and then I was mentored, and I, I went through some some stuff, and you know, some experiences, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna switch my major to marketing. Graduated with a business marketing degree, and yeah, it was it was good. Um, college was good. Why is cranberry juice so good? Yeah, you yeah, really, you really enjoying the cranberry. We on. we literally been drinking cranberry juice since like last week, week Saturday. Remember the first, the first, the first hit, the first hit. You were like, you gave it to me when I woke up from a nap. You were like, here's some cranberry juice, and I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, I've had cranberry juice in so long, and now we're just we're on the cranberry so, juice train. Yeah, that is our upbringing. So, yeah, background. That's a little some, background. Um, and how we're. A little bit different. Um, I am a. Uh, I go to a fundamental Baptist church. I am a fundamentalist, although I grew up in Baptist churches growing up. Um, that just means I read KJV Bible. My my dress standards are different. The way I live is different. Um, I mostly listen to hymns instead of um, crunk gospel songs. And, um, I live in the suburbs in a house, and we have a yard and two dogs. <laughs> the American dream, y'all. The American dream. <laughs> Thumbs up. This is this is called thumbs up from the soul. Thumbs up from the soul. The American dream. Move. I relocated uh, from New York um, to California. God literally opened that door for me um, in 2020. At the end of 2020, um, after going through many hard breaks and rejection and just being in a very low place during that season. So when God opened that door. It was like a bundle of joy. It was like mm-hmm. God just gave me like a, a like a, a Christmas tree. He planted like a Christmas tree with like mad gifts under the tree. Can you feel a brand new day? It's from The Wiz, the musical. Shout so, out if you do musical theater. Go ahead. 
Shout out if you're from first and Broadway where, where the Tony Awards are. This is what makes it. us different. Yeah, I don't I don't watch TV. And, she doesn't. And, and she doesn't know any movies except for really one random one. And that's okay. That, <laughs> that is okay. Because if you don't watch TV and, and film and shows and you're not into that stuff and your friends are, it's okay. I'm always like, hey, remember I'm, that one I'm movie? With you. And I'm like, no, you don't. I'm like, no, I don't. The, the other day, I was, move forward. The other day, I was like, you're like, you're like the Tin Man from The Wizard of Oz. And she was like, and I was like, come on, The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> she didn't know that one. Because she really didn't watch movies and TV. I didn't have cable growing up. Like, cable was a, was a, it was not an option. It was like, on, we were like, it was on and off. It was just really non-existing. And it's just one of the ways that we're different. I'll, I'll cite movies and like, the songs and you'll cite like streets and things in new york and like in harlem okay so in 2020 god bless me to um to relocate from new york to california and during that time i was in a very low low spot in my life um we'll talk about that later uh, where i'll share my testimony um but just know that that was like a blessing from God, literally, to send me to California and be like, hey, this is my bundle of joy. This is my present. This is my gift to you. This is my answer prayer. Now, go. So now, fast forward, I go to California. I have a new job. I have a salary increase. I have all these amazing things that's happening for me. Um, but when I go to LA, um, I don't have any friends. I don't have any, no close friends. I don't have no close family members. Like I really was just out there, um, just working for, for the, for the company and seeking the Lord for, um, you know, for, for answers and like, you're like, Oh, okay, Lord, like I, this is great. I went, um, but one thing that I was missing I was missing my community from Harlem, from New York. I was missing my family, my friends, and I did not have them. And it was very hard to make. I realized in a very short period of time how hard it is to make adult friendships. Like, yeah. that is very hard. Um, and, and, and it doesn't matter what type of personality you, you have. I have a very bubbly, loud, yeah. joyful, friendly personality. Effervescent yes and i was like okay let's let's make friends i'm i'm good i'm friendly you went to all the like events like social events to try like make friends yes i did i tried you know um to go out i, I try to hit up listen dating apps try to hit up some some you know like hinge you know we hear all type of stories and people how how people met you know you i would go to youtube and like talk to people and you know they would make suggestions like yeah go to dating apps or go to this and go to um, meetups.com i tried all of that um and it just wasn't it you know god literally just cocooned me in la for like 18 months um no friends no clo close contact with people um you know just literally the few that i pe people that i just met randomly um and then traveling back and forth to see family and friends and stuff like that but um specifically when i was when so living in la 
no friends, no community for about 18, 18 months. And it was just me and the Lord. So on my mm-hmm. end, <clears throat> so I had, you know, my family had my kiddos, had my church family. And I was also just going through this season of really refining and being purified and refining my life to live um, holy unto God. And it wasn't easy. I, like I said, lost a lot of really fun friendships, lost my, lost being able to do theater and, you know, use my gifts for the Lord in that way. And I was really looking for, I just needed, I'm trying to, how can I get into this? So just quick background. I dealt with infertility for some years before we had before we had kids and then once i had kids i did deal with like postpartum anxiety and it was hard to infertility is a very lonely experience and then when you are having postpartum anxiety in motherhood it's hard to talk about it because you were so sad you couldn't have kids now you had them i felt obligated to always be happy you know when i had had the kids i was suffering silently there as well um my husband i have to say is is wonderful and amazing and he's always someone that i can that i can talk to but he also knows i'm a very social person and i just i like having friendships like really good friendships and you know the friendships that i have at at my church are awesome we we love one another but we're number one we're all working very hard at, at our church it's a small ministry and we work <laughs> we work hard it is hard work like I, a part-time I, job it's like a, it's like a whole other job and i, don't I just like need a, one more friend a friend who number one was was what was a christian right who knew the lord and who wanted to live for him because the way that my life works i can't have any friendships that that don't serve in that way because I'm always at church. And if you want to hang out with me, you should probably come visit me in my church. Um, I had started in the seven years of the Lord, you know, really refining me. Whereas you were under love and grace. I felt like I was really under that refinement and like always, always cleaning the sin out of my life. So there was always something condemnation, condemnation. There was always something that I wasn't doing right. There was always something I was doing wrong. There was always a sin to take care of. There was always something to like root out. And there was always something that I needed to work on. And it just, it just felt like I, I, I forgot that God was love. I forgot Mm. that God was love. I just saw him as judgment and rules. And if I wasn't doing this and this and that and following this and this and that, like I just needed to constantly be trying to be the best ever Christian ever. And I forgot that God was love. And I was sinking. I was sinking. Sad. I'm not going to say I fell into depression, but I just, I was just constantly hard on, hard on myself. You know, there's a Bible verse that says like, even our, even, even the good we do is as filthy rags. And that was like, in my head all the time right so even if i did like have a great day soul winning or like you know i led someone to the lord the back of my head would be like so even the good good things you do are as filthy rags to the lord keep going you have more to do you have more to do right and that was i just needed someone that i could be my whole self around who 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 wasn't my husband but i needed a friend a good girlfriend who i could just be my whole self around and the lord bless you with maria Marielle. Marielle. Listen, I had prayed that prayer some 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 years back and it hadn't come to fruition. So I, I kind of forgot about it, honestly. Yeah. So the Lord blessed you with our friendship. In due time. In due time. Um which is crazy to me that you prayed for a friend like 
like this friendship because I didn't even think of I needed a new friend before going to California. Like I was totally fine with the core friendship that I already have um, in in New York. The, my community, my mentors, like I have blessed base. me. You have a whole foundation. A whole foundation, um, and everyone around me knows that, right? They recognize that. So I was okay. I was good. But what California taught me, what God used LA, the isolation of LA, the incubation um, of being there alone with no close friends, no close family, people, relationship is the most valuable thing in life. Yeah. Period. Not money, car, new job, all those things we are good and we need it. Um, but it's not the most important thing in life. Yeah. And, you know, I, I really learned that the hard way um, with now having any, any people around, my, around me um, to love me and to pour into me um, in close proximity that I had to learn um, and unlearn, you know, the, the selfishness mindset of, you know, that you were always going to have people around. Right, that I was right. That that spoiled, you know, bratty mindset um, that I that I had. So God had to literally just like diminish that. Um, you you didn't pray for a friend specifically, but you did pray for a community. I did. So um, so yeah. So when I was now when I was in LA, I'm now um, in this in this lonely lonely place, like really lonely. Um, I was. Praying for I was praying for a community. I was praying for an LA community, right? LA crew. I was like, God, like I have this, you know, New York. So initially, well, I was praying for an imitation of what I had in New York. Yeah, God did not give me that. God was like, God was like, yeah, no. You're praying for an imitation. You're in a new season. You're praying for a copy, and you're trying mm-hmm. to paste it into something new. Ooh. And God is like. That's not that's not who I am. I'm a god of new things. Yeah, that's not new if you're gonna you know? just copy paste. Exactly. If, if it's not new, so that's not what I that's not what you need. That's not what I want for you in this season. Um and I and I and I waited. I literally waited for this team, for this community, for this like LA crew, and then literally unexpected, so random, yeah, unknowingly, mm-hmm. it was I just needed one, one, one friend, and it was you. So, thank you for tuning in to the first part of this episode of the Balanced Butterfly Podcast. Stay tuned for the next one.